Welcome to the Brighton Business Show on Radio Reverb 97.2, DAB and online at radioreverb.com. This is the sound of your city, Brighton's non-for-profit radio station. Okay, <laughs> welcome to the final Brighton Business Show of 2023. Where did the year go, Sam? I can't believe we're here. I genuinely feel like someone switched on the autumn lights in September and life sped up. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Just Can you believe bit. we're in December? No! Christmas is nearly here. I know. Ish. It's frightening. I wasn't quite prepared in November when people were starting to put up Christmas decorations. <laughs> and talking to me about Christmas songs and I was like, oh no, I'm not are ready. You, are, you not, are you not an early Christmas person? I normally am. I just think there's so much going on and I'm, I don't think I'm ready for the end of the year. It's been mm. such an amazing year and so much has happened and I feel like it's gone too quickly. I feel like I'm just holding on mm. like for as long as I can. But I, I adore Christmas and I love seeing the city in fairy lights. The world is better in fairy lights. <laughs> I think we can all agree. <laughs> I agree, I agree. And then it's all the non-stop parties for us now. You've it got wonderful SBT party. We have, we have, yeah, yeah. County Business Club's Christmas party on the 13th with Omar. Yes, the wonderful There's Omar. There's nothing, li- nothing like this. And there's nothing like him. There's nothing. It's a beautiful man. It's going to be, yeah, that's going to be absolutely epic. And as I agree with you, it has been an absolutely like, whirlwind of a year, really. So much has happened. So much has happened. Um, and I've got to the end of it, you know, wow, I, I can't believe we're here. I can't I can't believe we're here. I just went away to Malta with Connected Brighton, and I was in Malta. How was that? It was great. It was so beautiful. But I was also in Malta in January to go and check it out for mm. everyone. And at that time in that January, so we literally went there for New Year's Eve and then we were talking a lot about 2022 and what had happened and reflections and what did I want out of 2023. And as I've been back in Malta, I sort of dusted all that off thinking, I, I don't think I've, I haven't had enough time. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> had time to do it. And it just feels crazy to me that we're suddenly, this year has just flown by. But it's flown by in an absolute blur of like brilliant events, amazing connections, having a lovely time recording this radio show with you, having a laugh on the Connected Brighton podcast meeting incredible people, going on other people's podcasts and radio shows and building an, a business that supports the community and feeling more and more part of that community. So this like this blur, I always say to people, they're like, aren't you tired? And I'm like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm like, but don't feel sorry for me because I'm just having a lovely time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, and it, and it comes, look, I, 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 we've spoke about it and we speak offline as well and it comes with every business, it comes with challenges, right? Like it, uh, and one of the key things that we've talked about on on, on the business show every episode is a t- taboo subject or something that people don't necessarily talk about really openly and I think that for me similar like, there's so much has happened this year and yet and it ha- but it's been tough as well right running a business is is hard work and that is it is you know you're up against the wall sometimes and you're sometimes robbing Peter to pay Paul and you're doing these things and there there's some tough points but if there's one thing I guess you learn from a show, fine to talk about them type of things, but also actually just that self-belief and knowing that you're doing the right things, having that vision and that goal, that dream, that ambition, and keep pushing forward, showing that resilience and picking yourself back up and going again and and believing that we'll get there is is key, right? Absolutely, and it's definitely that grit because... you know, we've been really honest about when things like aren't going so well. Mm. And, it, you know, every, I always joke with Connected that, when you know, nothing of not resilience from starting it in a pandemic. <laughs> but I probably didn't expect there to be like war, energy crisis, recession, cost of living, mortgage rate, hike. I mean, it, it feels like it's one thing 
there's one thing after another to like navigate as a business to be able to a sort of stay afloat, b do the best for your clients, and can and stay and stay alive throughout that and survive and be honest about it because the worst thing is to just smack a smile on it and crack on mm-hmm. because you need we and that's what we wanted to do with the show exactly as you said was talk about when it is hard and it is difficult mm-hmm. but where these are the tools that we've now got that we've armed ourselves with that we know we've got to take time out and look after ourselves and I've definitely gone through like burnout cycles where I'm like oh I've gone too far because I love what I'm doing mm-hmm. and you get and it's easy as a founder to become so passionate about what you're doing it can take over mm-hmm. and it's being able to like give us the discipline and the tools and I've loved that from the conversations that we've had on this show with people that have really educated me on this is a time when you need to stop these are things you should be thinking about mm-hmm. and this is how this is where we can signpost you for help yeah, definitely. Oh, look, w- when we talk, w- we had one only a couple of months ago, wasn't it? We, we talked with um, Cara and Claire about um, about mindfulness. Yeah. How important that is. Like, I, that, for me, that's been a big thing for me this year, right? Like, trying to take that time out. I've been going to the Buddhist centre a little bit, which is amazing. I found amazing. And actually just stopping, just stopping and being silent for a half hour guided meditation and it was so so impactful on me i'm trying to take that definitely into 2024 and be more even more aware of that than than i was before because we do as we live in a society where you've got to be productive 24 hours a day and you've got to be doing this you, you know we've all got the same 24 hours in a day we can you know from the minute i get up can i be productive what am i doing i can't be sitting naturally it's okay to stop yeah, it's really okay to just stop. I've definitely, from though that episode that we had with, with those two amazing women talking about even small things make a big difference. So I've just refound my Sensate. And Sensate, Google it, everyone. <laughs> it's this really cool little device that kind of you put it on your vagus nerve and it vibrates. It's meant to calm your vagus nerve. Mm. And it comes with an app with like lots of different sounds on it. I've just found the actual device but can't find the charger. It's unfortunate. So I'm basically <laughs> using it until it runs out at the minute. Um, Sensate would like to send me in the charger. That'd be great. But it's like, oh, I'd forgotten how calming this is, actually. And it's a really nice thing to do. And that the gym that I am part of has just opened up a sauna and a steam room. And actually, I find those so relaxed. Can't be on your phone. Can't be anywhere near my phone for it. And I can only just sit in it. And it plays lovely music. And I've realised, actually, it's really important for me to make that part of my routine adding it onto a good habit like habit stacking it onto the gym mm. to then just go and give myself that half an hour like 15 minute in each one because it will just the impact of that 15 minutes is enormous uh, listen i completely agree and i'm i'm since we're obviously both members there and I, I've, I've been using that as well like that time to to just sit i've been doing a whole hot and cold water therapies so i'm really into that the sea swimming and that's my time to get out and try and just try and switch off a little bit but it is exactly that again sitting in that sauna or a steam room or wherever it may be just to have that the buddhist center for that Mm. time just to stop just be mindful just be silent for a a bit of time and not feel like you need to absorb information and content because we're constantly bombarded with it right absolutely i'm so impressed with your sea swimming i'm still like hats cats off to that 100 percent i'm uh, uh at the time of recording this, the, the sea is calm today, so I'm trying to get in a little bit later. Maybe, oh, but yeah. It's, um, 
there sea lanes i've been the lido i'm still going in there as well and it's just it, it's uh, it's it's incredible i've got quite an exciting challenge next year which i might not reveal just yet but it's going to be very exciting to do Ooh. swimming um, which is cool but yeah it, look that was just one of the things that we learned right from from one of those from one of our episodes and i think it's it's really really key to to bear that in mind something certainly for me i'm taking into 2024 but i mean look we kicked it off uh, one of the one of the things we said about taboo subjects or stuff that people just don't necessarily talk about openly. And we had the amazing Carol Gillian-Smith on talking about fertility. We um, did. And that really, obviously, what both of us have gone through the IVF process with different results. And I had a very different experience at work at the time of mm. having to like run to the clinic in my lunch break. There was no fertility leave that you could go through you just had to kind of like crack on and it was wonderful to talk to her a to hear the stats now and how things are changing in the process but how you can now support people in the workplace so much better mm. i thought that was like incredible her insight was incredible to me yeah absolutely and uh, again i think it's just something like she's really you know open and she encourages them to again to talk about it so it becomes more of a subject that people don't shy away from like you're brilliant at talking about your journey and how you've been how you're able to support people through your own experiences and the same with me like as a man being open to talk about the feelings and emotions i had going through you know our foul rounds and um all the emotions come with that i've talked you know with with other men within the community who have also been through that and once you actually start talking and you're sharing those stories it's really really powerful and people can help you each other through that through that through that situation right? but it's exactly that opening up the conversation and that the fertility one was such a brilliant way for us to kick this off because when we sat down and said we're going to take on this radio show like what is it what's important to us about do it, why we're doing it like what's our why and it was all about can we just talk about things that people find uncomfortable and make them more comfortable because uh, we've all we've either gone through it or we know someone that's gone through it and we want to make sure that any of the topics that we talk about there shouldn't be any shame attached because it's just part of being a human like having a human experience does not mean you are born and everything is utterly amazing until you die that is just not that's not how the world works <laughs> and so to be really honest about that and i think you know as carol was telling us you know fertility is only getting worse and so opening up the conversation and i hope through this episode that we've reached more people to be able to do that mm. i completely agree yeah uh, and I, I think it's only the, again one of the start of the journey for where we take those conversations and how we you know uh, no november was um international fertility day and we, we you know um, i re-released the episode i did with carol on the podcast as well and we, we put this back out again and it's just because they are subjects and i think if we even from a younger age at schools as we mentioned if we start educating people because so much of this show and what we wanted to get out of it was to give the community more knowledge right because knowledge is power 100 percent. and the more we talk about these subjects the more um, we'll be able to arm people with that knowledge. So, so how do you deal with that situation? You know, if you have an employee or as a as an employer, you're going through that situation, mm. you know, to be able to now say, this is where we can signpost you to, or to, like I say, just normalise the conversation. I think that's a lot of the topics that we covered on this season is, let's just normalise all of these topics. Yeah. You know, it's normal for people not to be able to have a baby. That's normal. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, and yeah. like, yeah. I'm part of that is that you then have all of these resources available to you to help you mm. in order to conceive. But it might not happen for everyone. Yeah, 
So instead of creating the narrative of thou must have child, it's like it might not work for you and that's going to be okay too and you'll still survive and you'll have a great time. But if you really want children, this is what you can do. There's it's options. That's the other thing for us, wasn't it? It was like we've got to give you the knowledge, signpost you to just know your options. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And then I mean, look, look, we talk about that, and then there's also the other subjects we we covered. You know, we had that amazing conversation um, with with the girls around menopause, yeah. didn't we? Which was incredible. Yeah, and, uh, Olivia and Amy uh, were yeah. awesome. And and that's something again back to a subject that it's got to be talked about more. As uh, look, Davina McCall's done a great job bringing it to to light, and it is a little bit more talked about. And but I certainly, you know, I spoke about on on the show how as a man I'm really passionate about talking about menopause more and getting more men to be more aware. Again, because if we had knowledge, would I have gone through the difficult time with my wife last year? Maybe not. Because I'd have had that information and I didn't have that at the start. And I am more aware now and I am more, I'd like to think more understanding because I'm coming at it from a different place. I'm coming at it from a, from a place of knowledge, of education. And I think that's where, again, that's something that's clearly important. And we did have such an amazing response to that. I think, one, because menopause is talked about more than ever now, which is mm. brilliant. But specifically your journey as a man talking about it, I think that really helped pique the engagement because it opened the door for lots of guys to talk about it. And who also might be having a hard time or have had a hard time with their partners. And that it gave that uh, that male perspective because we're so, you know, Davina has an incredible job and I'm listening to her book now, Menopausing, and I did watch the documentaries and, you know, as someone that's not quite there yet, it's lovely to just be educated myself. And I've been educating people about all the different tips and tricks that we were told from Olivia and Amy that have just kind of blown my mind of not not appreciating where there is such a lack of support in this space and how much work still needs to be done and that it affects it affects everyone that's why your story was so vital this isn't a problem for women and a challenge for women this is a challenge for society and community and culture to make sure that we support everybody through this because it will impact everybody around you and your ecosystem as a woman that is going to go through this I 100% agree like for me um like I said to you, I'm I'm really passionate about it and I really this is the start really I think of my journey into trying to get that message out there and and talk about it more I've I've, I've spoken since the radio show with Amy and Olivia we're talking about getting a meeting together to look at can we host events and me and you spoke about doing something together on that on that format what, what does that look like but can we what I want to try and do is really engage men in that conversation because even from the post I put out there and stuff I had an amazing response from a lot of women around that. It's great that we are talking about that more, but trying to get men more in, in engaged in that conversation because we are going to be affected. Whatever yeah. we look at it, we are going to be affected by it. And it's a classic, isn't it? And it, you know, it's really important to call out the impact on the trans community, both on fertility and menopause as well. This is literally affecting everybody. Mm. And I do believe that there is that point of you can't, we couldn't talk about it enough. There's still so much more. That we can that we can say, and you know, we're talking about doing an event with connected around menopause. You know, I'm always very passionate that our events are not gender specific, mm. but that the chances of it just being women that turn up to that are really high. And it's until it starts to impact you, mm. it's when you want to get involved. It's like when we had our wonderful conversation last month um, with April and Donna about charities and the charities that you support you'll pick a charity based on something that's happened to you, whether you lost you lost a loved one or you needed a service. 
or you were introduced to it because one of your friends or family was impacted by a tragedy and that charity sort of swept in. It's the same thing with some of the other topics that we've talked about. Until it starts to impact or encroach on your life and your well-being, it won't be a priority to you. Listen, I'll complete and I'm really mindful of that and I'll, I'll talk about, you know, we've talked about subjects that I guess from a man's point of view uh, I've been affected by with when it comes to fertility, when it comes to menopause, I've, I've been affected directly and hence why I'd like, I'll talk about it and talk about the charity as well, why I support Rock and All so I was affected by, yeah. but they supported my, uh, my, my daughter through that process, you know, so I think... You're absolutely right, it doesn't, but for me, the more we can open the conversation, the more we can give knowledge to people and make people more aware, if we can have these conversations, it becomes preventative. I'd rather have had the knowledge about fertility prior to me going down that route. I'd like to have had the knowledge around menopause prior to me going down the, the difficult time that I did. And and the same with, like, obviously, with what, what happened with Lucy and stuff like that. There's, there's all of them things. If I have, you've got that knowledge, it is so powerful to be a, and that is how we can prevent things. And, and preventative, certainly, when it comes to some stuff like mental health, right? Yeah, absolutely. And this is what's nice about being able to, you know, all of the episodes are available on ACAR. So do go back and have a look at them. We're always shouting about them on LinkedIn. So when this does happen in your life, you can think, actually, now's the time for me to go and listen to that episode. And because uh, and there'll always be updates to it, of course. But just as a, as a first port of call, if we can be that sort of first port of call in the storm mm. for people, then yeah. that we've done our jobs. I, comp- yeah, I completely agree. And, um, and like I say, I think that it was only the second episode, wasn't it, when we when we um, talked to Johnny and Sam um, about mental health. It was just prior to, if you remember, just prior to the Battle of Hope. Sam Thompson come on around suicide prevention. Um, such such a powerful episode for me. That was real. I mean, that both of the all the episodes have really kind of inspired me and kind of got to my heart in different ways but this one especially I really felt that it was very timely as you say with with the baton of hope doing their campaign to raise awareness around suicide and the number of people that are committing suicide every day and how that's affecting everybody in the community and the fact that the baton was carried by people who had been affected by losing someone it was oh I mean just even talking about it now and it's how, how you continue to get that message out um, and what and what we can do and where where people can go to talk where people can feel safe you know as I know that one of the dads that started it you know his son felt like he obviously couldn't talk to someone and said don't let this happen to anyone else and hence why the, the baton of hope and those campaigns have been going to just help show people that might be in crisis that hold on pain ends that's what the hope aspect stands for but it's just having being in the right space to reach out and knowing where you can reach out to mm. but hearing johnny's personal story of his mental health and what he sees in the queer community again was that was heartbreaking and truly powerful in terms of being able to openly talk about that yeah no look, a- absolutely and I, I, t- I talk actually about it a lot on the podcast as well and i know you have in, in the past as well and it, it is something that again it's back to that subject that <laughs> Vulnerability isn't weakness, it's strength. And it's trying to get that, changing that narrative out there is the most important thing for me. And, it, uh, and that only happens by people talking more openly about their experiences, as, as Johnny really kindly did. Throughout the whole Baton of Hope, there was 
you know, so many inspiring stories. Johnny Benjamin listening to his story at the Baton of Hope event was like mind blowing with Neil Lahorn at The Stranger on the Bridge, which was just blew me away really you know it was so powerful and very emotional um and that was the story of someone being literally prevented from committing suicide and then going on actually to be part of this event yeah absolutely that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and it, w- and it was it was an incredibly powerful story that i, I bought the book that day and, and read it and it's, it's it is literally just by someone having having someone to talk to and opening up and having someone that listened to them and listened to their problems at that time and helped them through and I think that's the that's such a key thing to to keep drumming home to people is that actually just asking for help I- is is a sign of strength um and I'll preach about it a lot I still I'll, I'm still guilty of it not doing it you still go you get in your own mindset I don't know about you but you get in your own head sometimes you go yeah yeah I'm okay people go how are you going yeah, yeah I'm okay and it's your first response and actually I'm really trying to get better at being really honest when people ask me am I okay and going, yeah, you know what I'm I'm struggling a bit at the moment and and that's okay to do that mm. I think that for me the narrative was always that I'm a positive person so when people ask me am I okay of course I'm okay yeah I'm Sam I'm okay actually when you are struggling a little bit inside it's okay to know and I feel more comfortable by doing that a little bit now I'm still not great at it but I'm, I'm getting better and it is, I definitely resonate with that because when you're a personal brand, we are both personal brands that then have our businesses and people do view you in a certain way and, ex- and the expectation of you. Mm. And it's almost like that sort of consistency of brand, isn't it? You know, if you're a cake shop, you want to make sure you're serving out the <laughs> same the same recipe every time and it's utterly delicious and people know what to expect. And if you show someone something different, that can be unnerving <laughs> for, both, for both parties. <laughs> but um, I've had that with Connected where people are like, God, how do, how do you do it? I see you everywhere. That's the one thing everyone says to me. I see you everywhere. They're like, aren't you tired? And there have been times when absolutely I haven't. I've just been having a lovely time. Yeah. And there's other times, like now at the end of the year, where I am exhausted and I'm, I'm conscious now that I need to take control of my kind of routine and look after my mental health and stay tip top. But it is, um, but it's hard to not follow that consistency of like, no, I love it and it, and it feels the tank and it's great. But it's also really nice to be able to say, Do you know, what, actually, I am really tired at the minute. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I give my business everything. And you've got to, and trying to get the balance can be can be tricky. But we we're trying to practice what we've been preaching, mm. which is it's being honest is okay. And your mental health and your physical health, you know, that goes up and down too. Mm. You get aches and pains in your body. It's no different to having like up and down days with your mental health. And sometimes that'd be more severe. You know, it's with you know depression. It's a difference between like a headache and a migraine, mm. isn't it? And it's assessing where you are at any one time. Mm. But what we've tried to do throughout the show and with the people that have shared their amazing stories with us is to say that it's okay to feel that way mm. and this is where you can go f- and we've got your back yeah. and this is where you can get that support from. If you just tuned in, you are listening to The Brighton Business Show on Radio Reverb 97.2 FM. Uh, I completely agree. And I think uh, for me now, I, f- I think it's mo- so refreshing when I ask someone how they are and not that it necessarily me- means that... Uh, they're not doing that quite well, but actually from to give me an honest answer, whether that is, I'm doing absolutely great at a minute, it's brilliant, like things are going really well, fantastic. Just the same as it's refreshing when someone does say, you know what, actually, this is a bit of an issue at the moment, 
because for me it was the thought of going if I, the minute I say I'm struggling at the minute does that mean then I'm a negative person of course it doesn't I'm a positive person I'm always going to be that way because that's part of my in my DNA but I can as a positive person I can still be struggling at, at a period in time I've, like for me I know you know we'll come on to the episode we talked with um, Jeremy Jacobs and Alex Wine and Jeremy is one of these great people that is he can be really honest with me I know I've said to him he's gone no I'm really struggling at the minute this has happened or whatever and that, I, I found that really refreshing and for him I remember him saying to me do you want the do you want the fake answer or the real answer and I love that <laughs> yeah, and I think yeah. if we can all be more real yeah. we can all say this is actually how I'm feeling right now doesn't mean that you're not still a positive person it just means that I am actually struggling at the moment yeah. and I do reckon I do really relate to that does it mean I'm not a positive person or because of that, how people see you and always trying to keep up appearances to, to fit in those expectations. But someone like Jeremy, who was absolutely cracking in that episode, because he will always call it out. You know, he will, he, he won't stand for any BS. <laughs> he's going to call <laughs> it out. He's going to say, he's going to call a spade a spade. And I loved that episode and, you know, his podcast about how to fail, which again, I know you did a talk on failure. Mm. It's the same thing you can't always present that everything is perfect. Actually, it's really normal. It's a normal part of life that there are ebbs and flows. Some things work out, some things don't work out, but you su- but you will survive. Mm. And it's being able to reinforce that. And I, and I love the podcast that he does that shares those stories from people and his own personal experience of, you know, businesses that have closed. Yeah, and th- and we've been there, I've been there. Well, I know uh, how tough that is, but resilience, right? We, as, 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 as a race, as as a uh, as business owners, uh, definitely we need that. We've got to have that resilience. We've got to pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off, and you and, and go again with that belief that that things will be okay and we can come back. And this is one of the kind of key takeaways we had from that episode. Of you know, if you're looking to start a podcast, so when you're going to share your story, just think about actually be yourself. Like be really authentic in it. People, people buy from people. People relate to people. That's when you're gonna. That's when we like people the most is when they can be honest mm-hmm. about what the world is like. So we talked about you know finding your niche. You know what does that mean? Like your niche for different hats is about you know the different measures of success in life. Mm-hmm. You know connected is all about hospitality and tourism and entertainment and fun in the city. You know this show for us. You know our niche on this is talking about taboo subjects and giving business owners the power to run their businesses better thanks to the knowledge and signposting that we can give them and i and i love the insight alex is amazing obviously he's always at the big business breakfast club that you host um giving away his amazing marketing insight and and does the same on his brilliant podcast as well because it is and 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 i think the great thing that uh, as as i've posted and talked about many times uh, podcasts has changed my life for, for many different reasons one because I found something that I absolutely love doing more than probably anything else um, and I have the opportunity to learn so much from so many people and I have found like you say my, my angle or whatever why I'm doing it my why for, for for doing the podcast and trying to help the world to see success differently and the great thing about that conversation we had about podcasts is actually the barrier to entry getting into podcasts is an amazing medium we both host our own podcast we both do this show and we share one podcast platform it's actually being able to get out there and have that conversation it's a brilliant a brilliant platform to be able to to share stories to have conversations to share knowledge it's 
it's a great way to get into and it. As, and as business owners, you know, to, for all our business um, owners that are, lift, are listening, it is an amazing way to a- attract your audience, the right audience to you. Because if they can, you know, they can see your posts, you know, they can go onto your website, but hearing someone's voice and hearing their story, that, that no like and trust in terms of, you know, that that extra marketing push that someone might need before they're going to read your magazine or come to one of my events, yeah. that that might just be the push that they need to be like, oh, actually, no, I think I can get on with that person. Or that really resonated with me, and now I have more affinity to you than I have before. And to test yourself with your confidence, with your voice, with your with your niche and your why. I would, I would advise any business owner that's thinking about podcasting to absolutely give it a go. And I'm going to chuck in a little plug there, Lindsay, which was Ooh, a nice little segue. You're welcome. I <laughs> it's almost if we planned that, which we didn't. I love the direct magician. But for me, like, look, I'm, I've, I've helped a couple of people start podcasts and, um, and and companies that if they are looking to get into it, that I've got part of the different hats brand is that I'm helping people to get their podcasts up and running. So give me a shout, differenthats.co.uk, and we'll, uh, I'll, I'll help you out for sure. And um, he's very successful. He's a big dog, everybody, in this <laughs> industry. So you really could, you couldn't learn from anybody better, can I just say. Yeah. But I love that you're doing that because this is a thing for both of us where we've both kind of raised a personal brand and bi- and businesses yeah. from babies to where they are now. And, you know, you're ahead of the game to me. But we always want to give back what we're learning along the way. So obviously part of that was this show. Part of it's a consulting that you do. Part of it's a coaching that I do. Because I think if you... I feel really compelled to share what I what I know and help other people up because I it doesn't make any sense to me although there's like so much happening with connected in the business I still want to make time for coaching I do some free sessions at the library for entrepreneurs and it gives me so much joy to have people come in feeling really scrambled and to walk out feeling really organized and confident and just being able to give that time has like filled my cup and given me as a business owner that I love coaching entrepreneurs because it will always fire something for me. I get inspired by them. Love that. Well, uh, and I, f- for me, one of the great things about actually doing this show, not only because I get to do this show with you, which is amazing, we've had the some best great bit, obviously, best some bit. great conversations, but just the time that we spend prior and after, and you are so knowledgeable with your experience and stuff, and I love the fact that we bounce ideas off each other and and. We, we talk about subjects and we talk about our businesses uh, which have got some similarities and, and, and helping each other on that journey and you, you've so inspired me on that which has, been, which has been incredible so people are looking for coaches give you a yeah. shout I can coach you and Sam can do your consultation <laughs> don't you worry we've got you covered we always have like a little kind of like support session before we start don't we yeah. which has also been like a lovely part of this process is you know Again, sharing your story with another business owner and being able to get kind of insight outside of your your audience and your realm. Cause, you know, we've each got our, our worlds mm. that we rotate about. We always joke about being bright and famous. So if you go, if you're on the networking scene, look, Sam and I are bright, are bright and famous. If you don't go networking, you probably don't know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. But we're famous in our own world. Uh, yeah. But it has been such a journey, and the people that have come on the show, and I'm really excited for who we're going to get on next year. Mm. And the different themes that are kind of come out next year. You know, we've been talking a lot about t- taboo subjects. And see now we're, you know, the recession feels very real. You know, walking around Brighton, there's lots mm-hmm. of shops that are shutting. Things are shifting. You know, talking to lots of hospitality owners that we work with, how people spend is changing. Talking to, you know, the Brighton development team, Brighton Bid, about what changes are happening in the city in terms of, 
you know, IKEA's coming, which is amazing. Mm. And that's like a real win for Brighton. We don't want Brighton to be full of chains now. <laughs> you know, yeah, we've no. got to try and work out where do we where do we best support the city and, and the businesses within it. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. And I, I'm excited to see I'm excited to see where those conversations go and what we where we take the Brighton Business Show ne- next year. And it's been, like I say, it's been amazing doing it with you. A hundred percent. And also with, you know, just thinking about the way that the world has turned, we've also, we talked to the amazing Emma and Mo about flexible working. So as well as everything shifting in the city, it feels like with, you know, the way that the world works has has changed since COVID. You know, people don't necessarily want to go back into the workplace, but lots of workplaces will now want people to go back into the workplace. What does that mean for, you know, the demographic of Brighton, which has changed into a massive down from London crowd that still continues to flow down? You know, our sponsors for Connected Lawn and Door, they're still seeing so many people moving here from London. Mm. Being able to accommodate them both in terms of what we can offer as a city and as businesses, but how people want to work now. And I love that conversation with those two around, you know, employees are very much voting with their feet on who they want to work for now. Mm. So employers across the UK need to think about what they're offering and are they being true to the policies that we mm. feel so passionate about now. Definitely. And, and even even with the, like, the diversity and inclusion side of stuff that we talked about on that, on that show, which was, was incredible, and actually realising that maybe as much as we thought, I know we, me and you both spoke about it, that Brighton wasn't quite as diverse uh, um, a business community as we potentially thought at, uh, at the start, and it was great to sort of highlight that. But what it was great because they they shared about what businesses can do to be to create a real diverse and inclusive culture within their company, and I think that's something that it's not just a tick box exercise. There is something that we can do in regards to what that looks like, which was which was really important. I think that's been the great thing on every single episode because for us we know that our lovely Radio Reverb listeners are going to be a mix of people who have a big business, who have a little business, who might be thinking about having a business or who work for a business, used to have a business and we've always tried to make sure that the takeaways that you take from this can be something that's so small which might be just go and read something on a website to you can create a policy to you could hire in to (laughs) you know we've really got the full budget scale. So it really doesn't matter how big or small you are. We've got we've got options for you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That, like I say, I mean, it's it's crazy, isn't it? When I remember when you first asked me to to sort of come on and and co-host it with you, I was I was so excited, and it's been absolutely brilliant. I've I've loved every episode that we've done, and I'm really excited to see where where we take it next year. You know, we we already started bouncing some ideas around, haven't we? Which is which is going to be great. But I think just being able to constantly come on with you on a monthly basis and chat to different people and hopefully inspire them with the knowledge that we're able to share and the conversations we have is going to be going to be really exciting and please do get in touch with us listeners and let us know so you can find me at www.lindsayclay.com or email me at hello at lindsayclay.com i'd love to know your thoughts and you can find me at different hyphen hats.co.uk and email me sam at different hats.co.uk and yeah look we'd love to we'd love to hear from you topics that you maybe want us to talk about um and and reach out and keep on listening because it's mm. been, uh, and if you want to come on the show let us know we're always open to brilliant new topics and meeting lovely new businesses and making new connections you know that's what we're all about we are non-stop networking community on this side of the fence so make sure that you reach out absolutely that Lindsay, what what you what you looking what's the main, main thing you're looking forward to next year Oh, 
Oof, Sam. Actually, it's a big one. We're going to license connected. So we're going to go into other cities. So if anyone knows anyone in another city who would like to run a social events company like ours, please do get in touch. So that's kind of the big focus for us next year. It's, you know, it's riding out the recession storm. It's starting to make a big noise about licensing. It's continuing to develop my personal brand and coaching amazing entrepreneurs that fill my heart. And having a lovely time. 2020, <laughs> 2023 feels it's gone way too quickly. Um, and I just want to slow down and really kind of smell the roses in 2024. How about you? The same, you know, there's a few, like a lot of the conversations we've had, um, a lot of the podcasts I've done, uh, reaching over 100 episodes now and looking at and just trying to be, the mindfulness thing is a big thing for me and trying to be present in that moment and, and enjoying each part of this stage because it's been it's been a massive transition year for me this year in 2023 there's lots of new things have happened and, and changed but and it's been it has been tough i'll be honest it has been a tough year as as, as great as it's been and a lot that's been achieved it has been a tough year and i've been quite open about that but i'm really focused on next year i know i feel like i've got a plan I've got a plan. I know where it's going, <laughs> and I'm, I'm 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 buzzing to see see what happens with it. So uh, it's all about having a plan, Sam. Have a plan. We've got to get through Christmas first. Though. What are you doing for Christmas? I know Christmas. You know what? I'm very excited. The beginning part of the year and Christmas is going to be amazing for me. I'm going to get to see my brother, which is going to be amazing. He's over from Australia. Oh wow! And then I'm going to Australia in January. <gasps> Which is going to be epic! Oh my goodness! So I love Australia. I've got a good few. I've got a good few weeks ahead, which is going to be great. Oh, fantastic! What about you? What are you doing? I'm just going to be face down in mold wine mainly. If anyone <laughs> needs me, or anyone fancies joining me, <laughs> I'll be having lots of mold wine. It's just all the parties from here on. So oh we've no. got obviously connected Brighton party. The single sessions are singles brand. We're having that. Who knows? You might pull a cracker. <laughs> come along, come along, everybody. But I'm here all week. Um, yeah, it's yeah, done that comedy course. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, someone, someone I know did that comedy course, and it was amazing. So yeah, I'm just really looking forward to starting. To, we've got some cracking events connected. We're going to see six at the Theatre Royal. We're yeah, going for like Christmas. Go- Are you? I can't wait. I know it's going to be amazing. I feel like I know it all because I've been listening to it all on Spotify for about a year because I've wanted to see it for so long. So I kind of I can't wait to see it on the stage, which is very cool. But we just did an amazing PR party for the Sussex Beacon and Terence Higgins Trust for a charity calendar that was launched by the amazing Pink Dot Design and I'm um, just hanging out with all the drag queens. I basically just want to be a drag queen, <laughs> if that's okay. <laughs> just, I love, oh, we've got such an amazing drag um, community in Brighton and it was a brilliant networking event as well. We've got loads of different businesses and press down to support the launch party, which was great. And so I'm going to be spending a lot of time watching all these amazing queens that have now become my busy mates. Miss Jason is our podcast guest on Connected for December and I was an enormous fangirl with her in this very studio when I interviewed her. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just looking forward to the, you know, all of the PR from that and just having a lovely time. Amazing. Uh, we'll look, we, we've got, like I said, we've mentioned already, we've got the County Business Club's Christmas party on the 13th of December. Still some tickets available so people can do that. Um, either just connect with me on LinkedIn or, or email me on, on the email I suggested earlier. Um, that's going to be an absolutely epic party with Omar and a great way to round off the year. Amongst other events I'll be going to, which there's plenty of. <laughs> <laughs> You'll need that time in Australia I to do <laughs> to go down. Well, have a lovely Christmas. Have a lovely Christmas, everybody. And yeah, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all our listeners. Amazing. And uh, I think that, as they say, is a wrap. You're listening to The Brighton Business Show on Radio Reverb 97.2 FM.